watching prohibition fall down. All right, top of the week, top of the morning, top of something, wake and bake. Ready yeah. to roll? Feeling good, dude. Feeling good. Nice, refreshing weekend. Hung out and saw Joe Rogan. Very cool. Very inspirational dude. I don't know. I always wonder with those comedians. Like you went to, you said the second set. Yeah. Was the only he did two sets. Yeah, I can't believe. How do you do that? I mean, how do you do? You know, speak in front of thousands and thousands. Not only speak, make them laugh, bring your energy up, then take a half hour break and do it again. Testosterone. How do you, you do just got to take an intense break, Scotty. You know what I mean? <laughs> got to take a 200-degree sauna, man. I know. He's got some tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> Regardless, today, guys, we got what's going on. I had a pretty good start of the day. I heard I heard in the, uh, on the radio here. Do you know how big British Columbia is, my friend? Do you want some perspective? Yes. Yes, I do. British Columbia is bigger than New Zealand. It is also bigger than the U.K. and the Republic of Ireland combined. None just of those places know. are big, man. I don't know about that. I'm <laughs> just busting balls. I actually got uh, uh, my stones busted for grouping Europe altogether. I asked the guy if uh, you know, what <laughs> things are like in Europe. They were like, I hate when they group Europe all together. And I was thinking about it. I hate when they group the United States all together, man. I mean, New York and, and Alabama or any, anything alike. Hmm. I don't know if we need this many states, but let me just preview the show here for you guys we today. Do. What's we going do. on? And just so you know, because if you don't agree with us, you got 49 other places where people might, man. I like the diversity of it. <laughs> we have a good show. We talk about what we're token on. You guys should get Ira yourselves, roll up a spliff, pack a bowl, take a dab. You know how it is. But today we're going to okay. talk about Scotty bought a water cooler. Yeah, I'm changing, dude. I'm starting to hate plastic bottles as much as you. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about it a little bit. Oh, a little update. Caught a cool little video on selfie sticks. And if you guys have followed the show, I don't have a full hate of self. I, I do. I do like watch them and find them pretty interesting to watch, watch people that use them. I'm a I'm a people watcher. Bro, so, but what's up? Why hate when there's so much to love in the world, huh? Huh? Ziggy uh, Marley, as he says, I don't want to fight. Let's go fly a kite. I, there are other options. I got mine off a bank commercial in 1985. <laughs> as well as in general, I'll elaborate, but my daughter feels bad for the trees, Scotty. You don't know which trees yet, but I'll let you know. Whoa. Whoa. I am the Lorax and I speak for the trees. My friend wore that shirt one time. I was like, you're definitely scoring acid. Definitely. Lorax is pretty cool. I've been, I've been uh, nicknamed Grouped. I like that. That's a huge compliment for me. I think he actually is a tree, so I'm totally down. You kind of remind me of Groot. You're right. So this, before we get into the show, membership guys running hot. All you guys that are currently members, $10 a month over on Dude Grows. Dude Grows. Slow it down now. DudeGrows.com are entered in every month to win. Big giveaway. We're giving away here September. Give it a give it away. Now you can't help chili peppers sometimes. Oh, good stuff, man. We're so lucky to have lived in that that time of great music, <laughs> real music. Still happening. HLG 550 Horticultural Lighting Group 550 version 2 R spec. If you don't know anything about this, check out the link. Check out Horticultural Lighting Group. It's a thousand fifty dollar LED grow lamp that is right. going to work for your bloom, your grow. And put out about, I think, up to almost a five by five footprint at 480 watts. So it is a tight gift. If you're not a grower, you are going to have to become a grower if you pick up this light. All right. I love this light. And you know what? What it used to be when you were a grower, you had a first thing you had to do, you hung a Thowie up or even 315s or whatever. Or maybe a 250. 
Yeah, okay, but no matter what, 250 had the ballast inside it. So you always had to start dealing with heat. Heat was always such a huge problem. To be able to go and get a 360 watt light or a 480 watt light that absolutely replaces your Thowie, that's fucking amazing, man. Yes, as well as using a lot less power, running your room hotter. But other than that, membership also makes you guys feel good for supporting the show. Or, or on the drive, the official drive here. We're getting to a thousand shows. We're at show eight nine four, which you're listening to. When we get to a thousand shows, the reaching our goal of having a thousand members means it is party time in one form or another. And that is because that means we're more listener supported than sponsor supported. And we do have some great sponsors, but you listeners, you listeners, you DGC definitely help all this happen. What you're hearing right now, the video content, everything. So much appreciated. If you want to become a member, ten dollars a month. DudeGrows.com under support us. Become a DGC member. I love it. I love it, dude. It's working, Scotty. It's working. Now into the show. Okay, come on. Come I got on. a bowl. I got some new greens. We see what the DGC is smoking on here. In this picture of Bud, it's top notch. I just got an affection for purple, man. This is Blackberry Pickin' from Bro Hogro. Holy crap, man. What the hell is that? Can't wait to dive into a bowl of Blackberry Auto flower, outdoor grown. My first outdoor summer auto grow. Congrats. Man, Jeff Lowenfels is right. Autos are like next level, man. At least they freaking have, have gone. Uh, the quality's just gone through the roof, man. Yeah, coming up towards the end of the week, if you guys want to catch us hanging with Jeff Lowenfels. But he says, going to crush this inside, which is my preferred grow space next time. This purple pheno sure does smell sexy. And that is a great looking. I mean, it's just the color contrast between the purple and the green looks lovely. Probably I would like it so much visually stimulating. Yeah. But only thing I would say for newer growers, don't wet trim your leaves. Uh, you like to, yeah, well, I debated on that, but we'll talk about it in Grow Talk depending on where you I never did in Colorado, but from a real humid area, maybe. Oh, yeah, I guess depending on Florida we used to, but it was more of a, more of a commercial thing. I do agree with Guru. <coughs> Shades the trichomes. What about you guys, slow. man? What you got? Uh, you know, I'm actually, I almost got into grow talk there. Thanks for stopping me. But Nomad Genetics came over, man. What the hell? I can't read. What the hell did they bring me, man? Oh, Lime, Lime Star Dog. All right. But it's absolutely beautiful. Lime These guys, Star Dog, what? Flower? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is Diamonds and Sauce right here. Is that what the kids are still calling it? Diamonds and Sauce? It's live resin. That, yeah. that, that is Diamonds and Sauce, that consistency yeah, of live but, resin. Uh, they came over, Kyle came over from Nomad. It should be out soon enough, but really cool guy. And I've been sitting down with these extract companies and kind of just getting a, a feel of what it's like, what the business landscape is like, how crazy it is to be like, all right, I'm take my life savings and start an extract company with it. See what happens, man. Go for it. Yeah, it was really interesting. <laughs> I don't have the balls to do that. Um, cool, man. I hope you're enjoying lime. What, what is there a cross there then, I guess, with the lime? Yeah, you know, this is, I definitely get citrus, but honestly, I, I get a, a Valencia kind of a, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not a, more of a Valencia with maybe mm -hmm. a hint of like rotten Valencia, like maybe something that's been on the counter all day, but hasn't truly rotted. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Next to a cake though. It's sitting next to a cake. Cause I really like this. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I went and bought myself some government weed, please. Come on, what you got? Dispensary opened up by me here in BC and uh, went in and it listed out all the flour. You will actually have the flour out in those jars that you can like smell them, but you can't handle it. And basically, let me hold. They all sit, 
What's that? I said, let me hold. Let me hold. They list the grower above them being like one jar said, what like blue dream, canopy growth. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, this is like a whole different than what I'm used to. So I went and picked up, which was interesting, uh, some mango haze, Whoa. if you will. So and mango haze was from Color Cannabis. They have a website here. I'm looking at it. It's a hybrid strain. And Scotty, it's balanced. Balanced meaning the THC is 4 to 11% and the T CBD is 6 to 16. Not quite a one-to-one, -one, but on the lower end, a 4% THC and a 6% THC. On the high end, 11% THC and 16% THC. So this is a good mix that I would like, to, I would introduce to somebody that was wanting to try some cannabis. Right. Um, it's, it is smooth. Uh, other than we talk about the container and check, I peeled off, here's the, the fresh top. Out of well, first it came in this box, Scotty, right here, this purple box, Ooh. and then that which has a warning on it that one in eleven people who use cannabis will become addicted. So ah, be warned. Do me a favor, just uh, you know, what was the unbox experience like? From you know, a scale from one to ten. I'm gonna do that one on the gram because the gram packaging looks more involved. This was three gram packaging, and of course I have my big plastic jar, childproof jar here that I'm gonna push down and to open. But packaging, man, we gotta figure some shit out, people. Um, but overall though, government cannabis from Canada on the mango haze, right. as far as the looks and shit on it, not that great. The taste is pretty decent, so I'm not okay. complaining. It was about 40, I think 40, oh, almost $50 out the door for an eight. Mm. What do you think? A little, little spendy? Expensive, man. I can get dank as fuck comic for that price, man. We can almost get an ounce for that price. Yeah, right? Those oh. are quads, man. <laughs> Better on what market? Quads. <laughs> the free market? Free market, 100%. Yes, yes. the market where people grow their I, own. I told the guy, this place is called uh, Spirit Leaf, and I told the bud tenor, which they were very helpful. They are helping a lady in front of me before that was just getting into this whole scene, and they right. talked with her for like 15 minutes, which was great. Um, but when I went up to him, I was like, man, the word on the street, dude, I do a show and whatnot, is that the black market shit is dank, like it's crushing it compared to what the government's growing. And it's like, hmm, that's funny because everybody that comes in here has been telling us the opposite. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, you're just saying what you're supposed to say. We'll <laughs> see. Anyway, um, that is my soapbox, what I'm smoking on. Should we get into what's growing on? Yeah, I mean, it's a good segue. You were just talking about all the plastic in the cannabis industry. It's been bothering the shit out of me. I've been going to dispensaries lately. And the packaging, I was even talking to uh, Kyle from Nomad, and he's talking about how the packaging requirements, and it's like the government that's making them uh, put it, you know, everything in each joint that they sell in an individual dube tube, all this stuff is, you know, it's, and it's just making packaging people, you know, giving packaging people jobs and plastic, just making a bunch of plastic. It's really starting to bum me out, man. It's interesting. That's how this comes in plastic. And there's a government sticker here right on the side of my box. And that's how the dispensary gets it here in Canada. They don't even get the flour. They don't touch the flour. Right. They don't handle the flour. It's in this, you know, that comes in a, a whatever, a pallet, all sealed up in different boxes and packages and weird shit. But yeah, yeah I feel you. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it started getting me. You started talking about that water bottle thing a couple, I don't know, before we had the event, you were like, I don't want any water bottles. And I'm like, how, you know, that's so hippie, you know, whatever. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I started, oh, I started doing this uh, research. I heard a podcast about recycling and started doing a little bit of research on it and found out that we don't recycle our plastic. We don't recycle anything. I think uh, aluminum is about the only thing. Everything else we say we are goes in a landfill. Oh, Dude. that's very, I don't 
don't know. There is high percentages of stuff that doesn't get recycled, but you can't be that vague with it. Where's it go? Where's the plastic? You mean like most everybody's that's putting out their bins and all that? You're saying most all of it's going in the landfill. I'm saying that since China has stopped taking our garbage because they don't wash it enough, because they're you know, we didn't sort it, we didn't wash it, it was going going over there, and they go, hey, dude, this isn't worth it, man. We actually have yeah. a economy. Yeah, things now. have changed since that that China not accepting shit. Yeah, that was a year, year and a half ago, and so what's happened is they're like, uh, I used to get paid for this shit. You know, the boats would come, they'd, they'd return with the garbage. I used to get paid paid for this stuff. You know, the garbage the recycling people. Now they have to pay like twelve hundred bucks a ton. Something ridiculous, man. Might not be that much, but it's just ridiculous. So. Um, they're not doing it. They're just like, yo, we got plenty of landfill space in this country. Let's just fucking landfill it, man. And so that's what they're doing, man. I think we talked about this before, but it just started bothering the shit out of me. The, uh, yeah. the what do they call it, man? The straw that broke the camel's back was we, I had one of these waters when I was in San Francisco and my wife, as sweet as she is, ordered a few cases off Amazon and they came, these are big plastic bottles. I'm already kind what of- What do you say? Is it like flavored water or yeah, something? Yeah, it's like got a hint of flavoring in it. Like you could literally like squeeze a, you know, a, a little piece of pineapple in here. Probably had the same thing, but- it just bothered me so much. Amazon shipped these. So think about the oil that went into this bottle and then the oil that went into driving or the fuel that went into driving it across the country or whatever the hell it was. Um, just so, I mean, I was just, I went in and bought this water container, this water cooler. Okay. Cost me a hundred bucks for this water cooler. It's got a five gallon jug and you fill it up out of your sink or out of the tap or, you know, in Colorado, we got really good water. So right out of the tap and dude, you use those paper cups. And I think your footprint is pretty low. Nope. Everybody at the bakery has got to have their own cup with a Sharpie on it or else their own custom sticker. I like, no, I like the idea of having the, uh, the paper cone cups, man. Come on, man. Because nobody can set them anywhere. I dig. Yeah. You just hang it and you crush them. But it just made me think about how like inefficient deliberately it, nobody makes money. I mean, the water cooler cost me a hundred bucks, you know? And it was funny because even there they were like, Hey, get a Here's a coupon for a free five gallons of water. Just bring your old container in, swap it for a new container that's been driven from the water factory over there, washed with some other fucking, you know what I mean? It's like super inefficient when they could just be like, here, just fill it up. And here's a, you know, here's a filter that goes with it. And you're done using fossil fuels for a long time on your water. uh, Yeah, it's just interesting how deliberately inefficient our system is. Yeah, you just have to walk around. We've really painted ourselves in a corner, if you will, with and the food industry. I mean, it uses, relies on plastic so much for wrapping foods and keeping preserving foods. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but you got to start somewhere. It's just funny with you know some things they start with. I guess up here in Canada is the personal use, single use, personal use, one-time plastic. They're trying to figure out taking care of all that. Sure. Doesn't but, it seem stupid if it takes a thousand years or however many years to decompose and when it does finally decompose, it breaks into these microplastics. Like they were saying, the whole trash island thing, yes, it's real, but it's more what happens. We've all left a, you know, a Coke bottle or something like that out in the, in the sun. It degrades. It breaks into little pieces. The problem is those little pieces still exist. They just now when the fish, you know, whatever they fish use their gills or a turtle breathes. The hey, water. don't worry about it. The World Health Organization, I think I just caught a little news story, said that uh, more than likely the plastic particles that are found in water in places, our bodies are going to be able to handle. OK, I'm serious. It was just just came out. Ah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Just a little plastic passing through. Ah. All good. Actually, you know what? We'll, we'll bullshit about it in this next one, man. In this next, because like I'll talk about the meat industry. Uh, we're gonna What's talk. This? Yeah. 
Because they're saying, are we one of like the only mammals that like what's that not ruins or destroys its own environment actively? Kind of, maybe. I don't know. I have to have to check that one out, man. All right, we'll check it out. Make a note on that. (laughs) Anyway, it's not about being fully anti-plastic, Scotty, but yeah, definitely you can reduce your use by probably half if you just think about your day and how you're going to do your week. Yeah, like my wife got me into taking the bags. You know, she got these reusable bags. And dude, I mean, you're telling me you don't feel dumb. You were at the grocery store 20 minutes before, and now you're balling up your plastic bags and putting them in the garbage can. Yeah, it's it's sustainable, man. That's what is that like two hour use plastic? I mean, there's some plastic that's so amazing that it could be like literally 30 second use plastic. The average plastic bag is used for less than 15 minutes. And I'll get off my fucking soapbox now. Dear God. All right. Yeah, we'll change the subject here. I guess we're environmental today. But just Uh, all I'm saying is it don't take much, man. I bought a fucking water bottle that I can refill. I hope to never see these fucking delivered by Amazon again. But if every one of us said, this is fucking gross, man. You know, Kim Kardashian doesn't use water bottles, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Maybe we'd get somewhere. Well, to tie into the uh, the emotional, uh, environmental impacts, I was driving by a new neighborhood being put up right by where I live. And before this was a neighborhood, it was just acres of old growth trees old growth in the sense i'm guessing like at least a few hundred years old no or if not they're fucking clearing old growth 200 no way old growth well these might not be i don't know what the definition of years regardless right cool ass forest that used to be just i i went walking by it one time before they started the construction just looking in it you know right. chilling and you see forest habitat you see birds you see think about how many living things enjoy that forest george washington's cherry tree was in there i bet right yes and then all of a sudden the next day they come on in and then that's when they start like the real clear the the machine carrying trees into tub grinders yeah earth munching machines (laughs) my daughter just looks over and i'm not really saying anything and she's just like dad i feel bad i feel sad for the trees it's like, hmm, she can feel the pain. And I think I kind of, I kind of can too. I mean, like, I guess yeah. then I'm like, well, what's the other option? Everybody needs a place to live. But it seems that uh, there should be a way to figure out how to live with the forest more than not. You know, know, the whole earth was forest or a whole, I don't say the whole earth, but a shitload of us was forest. Hey, the whole United States, I think, or a lot of it was forest that we just cut. Yeah, it's been going on for a while. So because I mean, we did the, it, the Great Plains were Great Plains way before we were ever here. Yeah, yeah, but they, I mean, freaking most of the East Coast was yeah, the East Coast. The okay, part. what I'm saying, most of the East Coast is developed now. So I'm all for environmentalism, but it's just so funny how it's like a me, yes, you know, kind of kind of world these days, where it's like, yes, we cleared our entire East Coast to make cities, and now <laughs> you cannot do that, man. Now that we have the internet, you cannot do that. Except, no, for, yeah. except for the Amazon rainforest, yes. uh, if we're talking about that, uh, makes 20% of the oxygen the Earth has. And, it, and it's like a huge carbon store that prevents global warming and slows everything down. Sure, uh, It's extremely important. Like, it can't go away. Uh, yeah, but that's what's happening, man. I always think of the, you know, I'm a microbe guy. I think of the Earth like a peach that's molding and it's slow. We're the mold and we're slowly covering it. And, you know, we're gonna, Africa is still pretty, uh, you know, pretty uh, undeveloped. What Brazil and a lot of South America is pretty undeveloped. Man, once and what you're going to get mad because the mold is spreading over there. I don't say mad, but you're surprised. Seems pretty human to me. 
Didn't your daughter have a little compassion for the rainforest you're telling me? Oh, she, well, she, I don't know what she saw on TV or what they said to her at school, but she's like, dad, do you know that the rainforest is on fire? And I was like, yes, I do. From Earth Day 1989, I remember that the rainforest has been burning. I'm like, holy shit, that's a long time. Is that 30 years? Well, no, more specifically, this this uh, like dry season in the right. rainforest, they've had 80% more fires than they're like the normal average, Jeez. Um, which is like a ridiculous increase in fires. And it's they have a new president uh, that is very friendly with the cattle and mining industry. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, so he kind of, and, and you have to understand kind of how farmers work in, in the rainforest. They'll cut everything down, either sell what lumber they can, or and then they just burn everything. Yep. And Slash they, and burn, baby. You would think that rainforest would have just good deep soil, but mm. really it's all the life on top of the soil that's keeping the relatively dead uh, like not nutrient rich soil alive. So they'll slash and burn, raise cattle for like three to five years on the land and then have to do it again and go to uh, expand to a new part to right. keep having soil that they can grow grass on. And it's the cattle, man. It's that cheap meat that is what's driving. That's why you hear people, I'm not going all hippie. I just had a hamburger for lunch. Uh, but they, you know, they say that the more meat you eat and actually that third plate book I talked about a couple of years ago, talked about, dude, if you could just eat less meat, you don't have to be a vegetarian, but if you can eat a couple ounces of meat with a bunch of vegetables and don't eat meat every single meal, uh, it can make a big difference in how much meat the American consumer buys and how much of that land they got to clear. Specifically beef. Yeah, actually, too. yeah. Uh, to chickens, not as not as big an environmental impact. It's just horribly cruel, but yeah, <laughs> it is. All right, man. I definitely feel that. As far as it sucks, there's the shit burns naturally. A lot of times, I've seen a lot of that in Colorado. Uh, when you're potentially, uh, I haven't done my research. That's why I say allegedly tying in politics to it and people that are maybe intentionally starting all this. That's fairly depressing. Well, it's not Damn. politics. It's economics. They're saying that. You know, if, if what do they got to grow? What's the biggest industry or what's the, a good way to make money uh, in Brazil? It's to make meat, you know what I mean? To grow cows, you know, to have, you know, it's something you self-sustainable. You can kind of do it and, and make good money. What do they have? I'd like to know how of? much beef comes from there that goes to the fast food establishments in North America. Wow. You think it does go to all the way to, oh, that's creepy, man. Hell yeah, it does. Yeah, it's creepy. Guarantee it. Anyway, Rainforest this pulled up meat. on... On a side note, because I know like, you know, a lot of people, your daughter probably checks or her social media or mm-hmm. so people have their news feed and all this and they believe what they see. And I'm not saying this isn't going on, but actor Leonardo DiCaprio put out a picture on his Instagram, which right. already has three million likes of the rainforest burning. This isn't a huge deal, but actually it was a picture that was from 2018. So people just go out and grab stuff. And there's this other guy that even more interesting here, this actor, David Lushudio? Lushudio? I don't know who he is. He put out a picture of like a four picture thing. It says only found out on Twitter that Amazon rainforest earth's lungs has been burning for three weeks. And he put out these four pictures and one was from a wildfire, wildfire in Sweden. And one was from a wildfire in Montana. It's not even the right type of trees. It's like evergreens and shit. I don't think they're trying to fake it. They were just trying to use stock or they looked up stock images of fire to have it the guess. most because That's he didn't kind fly of to the Amazon to take his own pictures. You're mad. Yeah. Yeah. But could you no, imagine I mean, like Leonardo DiCaprio's head on Fabio's body? got to at least show the right continent burning. All right. No, you don't, man. You just have to get trick middle schoolers, man. Okay. Fair enough. Let's move on. <laughs> so I, I, got, I got one for you. All right. What? 
do you know? Because we're all different ages. I'm a couple years older than you. We're many, a couple decades older than Guru. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's Olivia Newton-John, all right? I mean, that sounds really familiar to me, but I can't put... I, I'm no not, I, I think like a, a singer, actor, something big, but uh, to be honest, like, I don't know. Other than that. <laughs> Absolutely no clue who that is. <laughs> I, I think that's so funny, man. She was like the biggest thing in 1978. All right. No. Remember See, the movie was, yes, Grease? Yes, a year after I was out? born. Remember the movie Grease? Yes, I do remember that. From the 70s or whatever. She was like the lead in that. She was very popular for, uh, I don't know, into the mid 80s or something. Okay, I do know who that is. She was the it girl for a while. But it's, a lot of people don't know about her. She got breast cancer and she became a really, she's a breast cancer survivor that became a huge advocate for cannabis, medical cannabis. And she's been doing her part for a long time. Uh, JR said she's uh, speaking at Where's he going? Is it Seattle Hemp Fest? Is that where he's, he's going to some conference in Seattle? And uh, she's speaking at it. And at first I kind of was like, huh. And then I remembered all the things that she's done. I was like, very cool. That's really Yeah, awesome. I just pulled her up. It actually says right now that she has stage four cancer and she's mm. talking about her cannabis management. So I think currently, this was one day ago, she has stage four cancer. Jesus. Jesus. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for bringing it up. I had no idea and I wouldn't have tied her in with cannabis at all. A beautiful woman in and out, sir. All right. I dig. When you can get her up on the show. Yeah, you know what JR Token said he was going to ask her? If I get Sandy from Greece on the show, hmm, <laughs> I want to go back in time. Are they going to invent a time machine ever? And if they did invent a time machine, because I would go back and just give myself a high five in high school or something, but... Why wouldn't people from the future be coming back already, man? <laughs> I do not know. Huh, all right. That's a good idea. That's a good movie, though. What's the time <laughs> travel with uh, the dudes, man? Uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and yeah. Ted. Man, you could do that. Hell yeah. All right. Before the news calendar, uh, we got the Emerald Cup coming up December 14th and 15th, man. So who wants to party, dude? We're going to rent a mansion for the DGC. Right. Just kidding. Last time we went, guys, just to let you know how we roll, we went to an Airbnb uh, close to the Emerald Cup. And, like, the guy that owned the Airbnb, he's like, eh, it's like $500 a night cheaper or something if you just let me stay with you guys. <laughs> this so. was so weird, man. <laughs> it was this dude and his buddy and their And dog. his buddy, which he didn't mention fully. On the couch the whole time we were there, just camping out on the couch. And it was his house. It was, that was surreal, it was dude. definitely interesting. So this time around, we'll, we'll spend just a little bit more so we don't have to share the home with the owner. <laughs> I um, believe it was like 100 bucks less. And dude was like, no, 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 you can stay. 100 bucks. Nice. I'll save it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice enough guy. Nice enough guy. Was it Steve? Oh, right. you got so me laughing, said, dude. We do want to hang for the Emerald Cup. Get out there. Get the DGC street team, as Scotty says, promote the show and have a good time at the event. So, Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got one uh, little interruption is Guru bought me a cough button. I haven't coughed once this, uh, this episode, but <laughs> Guru know. bought me a cough button. And how you like that? I think that you can't take all the coughs out or it is unauthentic. Un 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 That's right. what I'm saying. I think Deal. there should be coughs in the show. Sometimes I'm just choking, though. You add know? some authenticity. What do we got for the door prize this week, Scotty? Hey, you know what? We just got a fresh batch of those DGC hoodies in. That's like, I, I think we only have a few of them out there. So I want to say this is kind of limited edition item there. I think there's less than 20 made. So DGC hoodie. Scotty calls them a hoodie. I call them a hoodie jacket because they are zipped down in the front. 
But it has but a they, hood, man. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're both. They're both. Fair enough. Uh, to enter the door prize, that's just on the homepage, dudegrows.com. Anybody can enter. Just go over there. You'll see it right on the right-hand side. Yes. All right. Can I, have you heard of Cannabuzz? I actually have, man. A very cool friends site. List. Yeah, DGC friends list. I'm going to shout out to Cannabuzz over on the homepage. You can see our friends list, everybody that's helping out with the show, right. little sponsorship, coupon codes, and whatnot. And Cannabuzz, man, is your alternative. If you're, you know, you've seen the game with IG, you've seen accounts deleted, you've seen people's work deleted, uh, this is your answer to having a cannabis-specific uh, user platform Absolutely. for your digital And actually, experience. this was started by DGC, and they're having tons of success. I want to say they've got over 5,000 grower members now. That's fucking powerful, man. You can get that kind of knowledge. They're doing a seeds here now hookup as well once they get to, I don't know how many members, but go check out Cannabuzz. It's on uh, Android and Apple Play Store and whatever else it's called. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out. Seeds here now has been giving us prizes forever. That's our friend James Bean. We were talking about sponsors and all that of the show. Yeah, more genetics coming for the crew. He's just a straight up friend. He's a straight up friend of the show. Anytime we ask him for something, he's hooking us up with genetics. And I will just give you all a heads up. I know he's having problems with his credit card processor right now. I want to say he can only take money orders or something like that. Do yourself a favor. Go and do the act. Go to 7-Eleven and get your money order. You got to support people when they're, when they're down and when they're up, man. So with this credit card processor, I know that really hurts. So let's give, let's give James Bean and Seats here now a little love. Yeah, any other business, no problems. Ridiculous. <laughs> We're really on the edge of it. Yeah, I got to keep seeds alive, a hashtag, man, because it's really dangerous what they're doing by not by taking away his ability to take credit cards. They take a lot of his business away. And it uh, basically, if they do that for everybody, where are you going to get your seeds from? Yep, I feel you. Yeah, he's got he's got it wrapped up. I know he's got a new processor, but just please support him. I think it's really important. He's always supported us from the start. CTNnow.com. Yeah. Coupon code do 10 over there if you want a better deal. All right. All right, news. Yes. I feel lucky for real how legalizing hemp accidentally helped marijuana suspects. Gotcha. Hundreds right. of perhaps that. What's up? All right. What'd you find, man? I see the broken gavel here. It's very This symbolic. is, and we got a picture of the, the dude I'm talking about, Williams, down here, who just looks like your average kid that might need some help because the cops are messing with him. Chilling, like he's going to get stereotyped out a little bit. You know, we're looking at a black guy leaning on his car. Right. Early, late teens, early 20s, right? Sure. Man, I'm sorry. So you said average kid where the cops fucked with him. Remember I told you about the guy that's got the tattoo on his face, Kristen's uh, distant relative, my wife's Kristen re distant relative that has the uh, tattoo on his face I tried not to yeah. discriminate against. It turned out he got railroaded, man. He really did. He like It was kind of like a very similar situation to Maestro where like the landlord came in and found him with a few plants. And then from there, it just went, you know, like in, it was like in Texas or something really bad where he just ended up going to jail for a while. And then his life just was pretty much, I don't want to say destroyed, but he's got a real tough time integrating back into society now after four or five years in jail. Man, what a fucking mess. We're growing a few plants. I don't know what the hell we're doing in this country. It's We're changing, not quick enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just really, this was like in my face as somebody whose life was really destroyed. By the way, this guy didn't have the best life to begin with in the beginning to... Uh, you know, it's just really tough. Let me tell you about Dante Chaz Williams, yes, okay? Yes, sir. Late Friday night, Chaz. April 2018. I like that. Dante 
drove from his home in southeast southeast Houston to his girlfriend's house just outside the city. Block from her house, he coasted through a stop sign, very typical scenario here, drawing the attention of Ford Bent County Sheriff's deputy, of a Fort Bent County Sheriff's deputy. Wait, he rolled through a stop sign? Yes, sir. Fucking lock him up, man. The deputy pulled him over and said he smelled pot. Williams said he had a bit of it in the car, and sure enough, the deputy found a small bag in the center council. According to police reports, Williams and his lawyer... That was according to them. Okay, the deputy arrested Williams and booked him into the local jail for possession of two grams of marijuana. I got booked for that. Williams, who's 22, posted bail the next day, but the misdemeanor drug case dragged on for more than a year as he and his lawyer negotiated his enrollment in a drug education program. Shoot me. No, God, Um, man. But you know what that drug agent first of all that, bad. But that lawyer makes money. There's tons of probation officer, you know, probation officer gets to make money. You know, everybody that's getting paid in these dumb jobs, whoever the clerk now, is that's got a process. I'm just saying, man, all these people they kept them in the system for an entire year, got him to pay for it, I'm sure. And just think about all the jobs that bullshit made, man. There's uh, some now just to give credit, some drug eradication program teachers. A lot of jobs there, of- man. You got to administrate them too. That they're like, man, I don't believe in this shit. Let's watch some movies. (laughs) Anyway, moving on with this here. Um, Reminded me, man. I went to one. It was actually driving school, and the teacher just gets up and he goes, "Okay, how many people really want to be here today?" And nobody raises their hand. And he goes, "Well, then get out." (laughs) He freaked the fuck out. I was like, "Holy shit, adults are crazy, man!" All right. So Dante didn't complete the class. So when he was called before a judge two weeks ago, he worried he'd be sent back to jail. Instead, (laughs) prosecutors dropped the case, saying they could no longer prove the pot was indeed pot. Williams said, "That's crazy, man. It blew my mind." Of course. He goes, he thanked his lawyer, but he could also credit state and federal lawmakers who, in a rush to expand America's production of industrial hemp, unwittingly made it harder for law enforcement to prosecute people for possessing. Yeah, so they basically. shouldn't have been prosecuting him anyways. Right. Good job to, uh, rushing to it. Yeah, take it Governments. to trial. See what kind of jury you can find. But that so this basically ties about. into which we've been covering um, with the passage of new hemp legalization laws over the past eight months. Crime labs across the country have suddenly found themselves unable to prove Leafy green plant taken from someone's car is marijuana rather than hemp. So they're saying they don't have the technology to determine a plant's THC level, which we do have that technology. I guess at least it's pretty expensive technology. Or it's, it's, just- it's expensive for them to to get those tests done and, and probably test done from certified labs that are able to to be used as admissible evidence in court. Yeah, and think about the investment. If you're investing that kind of money in going to court, you're going to court with the the what the DA goes to court with slam dunk cases. This is not a slam dunk. If this guy's got enough money to do jury selection, get himself a decent lawyer, say they're going to take it to trial and actually do jury selection with a decent lawyer, they'll win. And yeah. so the DA doesn't want to deal with that. Not no, for a couple hundred plenty. bucks. Yeah, because the, the tests they have that are like reasonably priced are just, is it cannabis or not? Right. Which is no longer good enough with the laws that they have. Hey, I was thinking even about what if you get pulled over since it's not illegal, your car stinks like weed and you just go and, you know, whatever, maybe the vape pen or whatever. You just go, it's the Dutch. Well, no, well, where it's not obviously, you know, maybe you don't, you don't obviously stink like it or your eyes aren't red, your fucking breath don't stink. Can you say, oh yeah, I just dropped my buddy off. He hit the vape pen before. 
Yeah, of course it makes sense. Oh, here's the vape pen right here. Well, can you, you know, what, have you been using it? No. I mean, actually, can, do I look impaired? Can you prove that I'm impaired? Wait, from the outside, is there any way to tell that that vape pen isn't a nicotine vape pen? No, not from the outside. Then, then in no way is there probable cause to yeah. test it. How about reasonable so. suspicion? Hmm. Uh, I think pr probable cause is a uh, dude. Yeah. I fucking got a book one time, yeah. street level narcotics enforcement. I was like, yeah, man. And dude, there's probable cause and there's reasonable suspicion, which is even lower than probable cause, which means they can just do what the fuck they do want. That over, yeah, <laughs> that's reasonably. Anyway, let me move on here because we have more on this. Georgia Redwood called Red Bud called yes. in. Uh, 844-420-420. It's on the homepage, guys. We still have a phone number. And uh, he's giving us a little update down in Georgia. Hit some of this. Come on. Yo, what's up, DGC? It's Georgia Redbud. Hadn't touched in in a while. Um, here to give you all a new report. Let's see. It is now August, I think, 18th. Um, and here in Georgia, uh, we're still fucking tied around the neck in Prohibition. Um, we have just, you know, had the whole CBD hemp thing go through in the past month. Um, I actually live uh, in a place and has family across the road from me uh, that's been in the construction business for quite some time. So uh, I believe my cousin and I are about to try to get a little something going on, start trying to farm some hemp. So maybe in the near future, you guys can help me to figure out how to process or who can process for us. Um, but all that aside, yeah, hemp's legal now. So cool. Woo, CBD's legal. Woo. Um, so here, uh, not the county I live in, but the county next door, um, they don't have, you know, we don't have testing for, you know, CBD to tell if it's CBD flower or not. So basically you get pulled over with a fat sack no matter if it's super dank or not, all you got to say is, no, nah, man, that's CBD. And what they do is they take your bag, they let you go, and then here in a few months when they get away to test that shit, they go back and what they're saying they're going to do is test those bags they confiscated from you. And if it tests positive for more THC, Within this post to, which is like point fucking nothing, they put a warrant out for your arrest. So mull that over a little. See what you think about that. How does that sound? All right. So I feel on that, and I actually found a news story down in Georgia titled, because it's kind of crazy. I mean, he's like, you're going to get a warrant. It's titled Athens Police to temporarily, temporarily discontinue marijuana arrests because of new georgia hemp law just like we were just talking about right but yeah. the problem so if is I, if i say to you the devil went down to what's the last <laughs> word of that <laughs> the problem is the athens police department is saying okay we're gonna take your pat no worries you're not going to jail but once we do get to test it if it tests positive we're just gonna throw a warrant out for your arrest <laughs> Which is effed up, right? Because the warrants out for your arrest are the worst, man. You know, because you just go somewhere and they're fucking, uh, and then you just go to jail. You get pulled over. I don't even know, but it's so bad, man. It's like, no, I'm sorry, that's warrant out for your arrest. You're going to jail. Huh? Yeah, especially, if, you know, there's different reasons. You could be publicly embarrassed. You could be with friends. Sometimes people can roll around with a warrant for a long time, but oh, there's yeah. also at different departments 
where my buddy that's a cop, he's like, look, I can scan license plates, hundred, all wherever I'm driving in traffic. Get a new last name. Scan it, and then if the plate has a warrant tied to it, like bam, like I don't. He's like, I don't always run that shit because I got enough to do. But they got integrated software, so you don't want to run around with a warrant if you don't have to, especially for some cannabis that a cop took six months ago. You already forgot about, and now they're like. Shit. How about unpaid parking tickets? You ever seen somebody's got a warrant for unpaid parking tickets? I'm pretty sure that technology you're talking about, too, is under review, like, by the Supreme Court because it violates a ton of people's rights. Yes. Yes. (laughs) There is a case here, if I get it right, where we wrap it up in British Columbia or somewhere, that got the cameras, um, the red light cameras. Right. Outlawed. And there's a few coming back, but this case was basically this guy got caught at a red light camera. The ticket came to his house. His wife opened it up, saw the photograph, and goes, who's the woman with you in the car? And he ended up getting into a divorce because he was found to be an affair from the red light camera. So he took that shit to court. <laughs> That's awesome. Invasion of his privacy, you know, messing yeah. with his life. My kid's anyway. like in her tough eighth grade stage, so now she flips off the red, red light cameras every time we go by them. I told her that it's probably not taking her picture, but that is radical. Yeah, I was like, you're a badass. You got to tell her she can only do it if she sticks her whole upper torso out the window and gets aggressive <laughs> with it with a big arm extension, middle finger. No, right through the windshield, you know, right through the windshield. That's pretty weak sauce. All right, man, you got some memes to laugh at? <laughs> Who picked these today? I was there actually super busy running around and, and guru, I think guru picked pictures. These, huh? I did. Excellent. You got Smart Riser here. <laughs> I love it. We were bullshitting about this one before. This is Noob Grows. It looks like he updated it. You remember what we were doing? We were, uh, I think, making the cloning video, and I was talking about some kind of risers. I can't remember, but. No, having fabric pots not sit right on the ground. Yes. Having, like, air under them and some yes. unique product. Yeah, it's a great product we can invent, but somebody already did it. It's called the brick. The smart brick, Scotty. <laughs> but he's got a diploma and glasses on. Come on, this kid. <laughs> hey, is it is it uh, Bluetooth enabled? Mm, not yet. But I'm going to mess with my daughter and tell her I picked up some smart cereal. See what she says. All right. This one's titled No Recharge by Dabby the Bear. And this is Chris Farley. Oh, miss him, man. What movie is this? He's just sitting in his car looking like. boy, black sheep. Come on. Those are fucking hilarious, man. The moments you realize you're out of recharge. He's got the oh shit look on his face, man. Well, usually you're all good because you can get some more. But man, that is the look when you're in Canada. And if I sent you some recharge and now you're out, the dude doesn't have any more. Yeah, I don't mean I know I own the company and sell the product. But dude, I bum out if I don't have that stuff. That is my my cheat to keep my plants looking good. (laughs) All right, one more here from Jay Blaze 2021. Titled, How Many Licks? <laughs> what is going on? That is one fucked up owl. This is just an owl looking like shit. It says 132 licks. It took me before I found out it was an edible from Colorado. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, that's pretty tight there, Jay. Was that Jay Blaze? I like that. Where, uh, where did you find that owl? We got to turn that into a t-shirt, Scotty. You know, deal. Deal. I Next got t-shirt. you, man. All right. I think we're about ready to put this thing in the bag, no? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Upcoming this week, Jeff Lowenfeld, some Grow Talk coming at you. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else for y'all, but we'll be coming back. Stay higher. Check it out at dogrows.com. Yeah, I love it. Good hanging, dude. Good start to your week.
Cheers. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out in Just look at how he's being paid 